we're pulled up in front of Cruz's residence. We're, we're going to jump right into the podcast. We're, we're in front of Cruz's residence. Oh, Classic Pony by Genuine. Yeah. Oh, all right. And here comes our special guest of the day. Boom, 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 boom. Now tell me what you're going to do. But it ain't nowhere to run. When judgment comes for you. When judgment comes for you. what you're going to do. But it ain't nowhere to hide. When judgment comes for you. Today, Antonio Cruz. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada fucking boom. As we know, this man was Flushing born, Bayshore raised, and Smithtown paid. Um, introduce yourself. Uh, how you doing, guys? My name's Antonio Cruz. This is Cruz A, the rapper. What's good, brother? How you doing? F- fun fact, Cruz is not only a buddy of mine, but he is also my barber. Yes, I am. Now, Cruz, a barber's a long step away from a drug dealer. Tell us about your life. <laughs> um, well... I'm kind of like a jack of all trades, I guess you could say. Like I've, um, you know, in growing up like hard, I guess is the word. Why'd you grow up hard? No, it was like it was like hard to you know get money, uh, like just as a family, you. Yeah, cause, you, you know, without that. without my dad. So did you grow up in poverty? Is what you're saying? I'm sure yeah, we've all yeah, been that's, there. That's, at one I guess point. what uh, the correct word is, but like. I had to develop different skills to just make money as any way I can. So that's when I started cutting hair. Like I cut your hair like five dollars, five dollars and much to some people, but to me it's like it adds up. Yeah, it adds up. So like ten kids fucking come to yeah, you for I, I used to custom my sneakers for a while, and that got pretty good. But then I was just like, you know, fuck that. Did I'm you make good money off that? Yeah, I used to sell like I used to resell clothes like anything that i could do to get myself money i remember I you did. came up to me with some endeavor you had going on and you'd go into like fucking thrift stores yeah, get their nice the shit and sell that how'd that go it, it went it went well but like i said um the money wasn't what i where i wanted it to be yeah you know what did i mean you, you made money doing yeah that, right? i did but it was you know when because the reason i actually moved to smithtown like the only reason i was able to is because unfortunately my mom got into an accident at work she messed up her back very bad and um it was like it was something so stupid like she was um a manager of distribution at an instrument store so she was just in charge of shipping all the shit out she wasn't supposed to lift nothing none of that it's all book work yeah but the boss was an asshole and was like all right someone isn't here today i need you to lift this heavy guitar stand up on this shelf to ship out and my mom you know she needed to make her money so she was like okay fine she did it she fucked up her back so from the money that we got from her workers' compensation, she was like, you know what, I'm going to sacrifice everything. Like, we pretty much did this blind, and we're like, let's move to the nicest neighborhood that we can so I can get you out of um, Bayshore. Because Bayshore isn't, I guess you can say the hood, but it's... No, it's the fucking hood, bro. Yeah, to us, like, it's the fucking hood. It's no hood. Compton, but it's no Smith. It's, exactly. it's right next to Brentwood, and, and Brentwood's fucking horrible. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about Bayshore. Let's talk about growing up. Tell us about growing up there. Um, Well, I moved to Bayshore, I think, when I was in, uh, I want to say, sixth grade. And it was like, there was just so many different types of people, that, like people from every walk of life. There was rich people, but... Um, most of the people that I hung out with were obviously like Spanish, black, it just like I, I related with them more like with my style were and like, any, the type like, of music I like. In the school you went to, were there any like white kids but they were still like broke families yeah. and still had the same like yeah. attitude and culture? Yeah, 100%. Like a lot of my, a lot of my friends, some of my friends were white but, you know. They had just, the same culture though, Exactly. Like, the same like exactly. mentality. Yeah. 
So the like the thing, the most important thing in the world is money. Obviously, like money pretty much makes the world go round, and money makes you do crazy things. So a lot of my friends, they they dealt drugs and stuff like that. They they rob people, but people people look out like if you're rich in a rich neighborhood you look at them like yo they're fucking hoodlums like they don't they don't know what the fuck are they doing they're but, just a product and of so yeah and so you put yourself in that situation you can't really say nothing about that guy why does he act like that why does he mean mug wherever he goes because he needs to because there's fights every single day not over like some shit there's fights out here but it's usually the fights are over some serious shit like most of the time at least but I, yeah but in Bayshore you get you get punched in the face for looking at somebody funny, like this. They, a fight was like routine, almost every day, and like it's funny. I came here and all the security guards they're like old, they're fucking old, like all of them. They're all retired guys just doing it to kill time in a boring yeah. day. Yeah, and out there they're all they're like good guys. Though. I like yeah, them yeah, guys. yeah. But out there they're all big dudes. I remember um this girl that I was I was talking to actually. Her name was Laura. Um, mm, she was sweet, sweet lord. Mm. We were we were like talking or whatever, and she had gotten into a fight, believe it or not, with a gay kid. Oh, oh fuck. fuck! That's a yeah. She got that go duffed. Like she got, <laughs> like she got fucked up bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, put the smack yeah. down. Yeah, and like, out here, out here, if a dude beat the fuck out of a girl, like alright, that's serious. Out there, like, um, it was a, it was like an okay fight. Like they was okay with the dude fucking the guy, like the girl up, only because he was gay. He have you have you ever fought? Yourself, and, dude. And look at yeah, this kid. A, a lot of times, like to be honest, when I um when I was a lot younger, I was I was a smaller kid, like I was very skinny. Um, I had like stages. I was fat and I was skinny, but uh, people used to fuck with me a lot. And um, during elementary school, a lot I would get bullied, and um, it came to a point where I couldn't handle it. So my uncle Rudy, the famous uncle Rudy, we'll talk about him a little later. Oh yeah. He um, my mom brought me to his house. And, you know, he was like, all right, I'm going to teach you how to fight. I started working out with him and stuff like that. And he was pretty much the reason where I got bigger to a point where people, like, I could defend myself. Not to the point where, like, you know, I could You weren't hurt. starting yeah. fights, but you weren't afraid of anyone. Yeah, and I would get into fights over stupid shit. But the, the very first fight that I got into um, was in, I believe, fifth grade. It was over something stupid. Like, our our school had, like little crews i guess you can say and we would literally go around like the playground just beating the shit out of each other and I, gang warfare yeah. fucking fifth grade yeah. scaled down oh my god i remember the kid's name too his name was bruce um <laughs> that's not a tough I, fucking name I, we were fighting or whatever and i get i got on top of him i started hitting him and the guess what i was hitting him with your dick no, right. <laughs> nah, I hit him with a water bottle at first. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just hitting him with. Were something. you bringing the pain? Yeah, I <laughs> fucked him up at the end. Like as I long as you brought yeah. the pain, that's all that yeah. matters. And then the first, uh, that was kind of like a little kid fight, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But the first, the first real fight I gotten into was, uh, I, I want to say seventh grade, with this kid. I had broke my, I broke my collarbone, um, playing football, and this kid was still fucking with me. You know what I mean? Like he, he would always talk shit about me. This and the third, and he wanted to fight me while I was still in the sling, and me being a hothead, um, I took the sling off. The next day, I went in, I fought the kid, I punched him in the face, and he he like, he like slammed me to the ground, and then we went back and forth, and that was like the first fight I ever got into. You got into trouble for that? Yeah, I got uh, out of school suspension for three days. What other kind of trouble are we looking at? I want to talk about like arrest and shit. Oh, so um, 
I feel like before we talk about that, I like I have anger issues, and I, I feel like I should say like why. that's surprising because you're one of the chillest motherfuckers. Yeah, because um I got help. I, I went through a lot of therapy. Or I was actually admitted into a place called South Oaks. It's pretty much like inpatient care. Like they they mm-hmm. like a psychiatric facility, pretty much because um unfortunately when I was before I was born, I was diagnosed with uh, Down syndrome. And you obviously don't have Down yeah. syndrome right now. Yeah, and um, not only that, I had a twin too. My mom was uh, she was pregnant. <laughs> why are we laughing? No. I don't know why we're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't laughing. Just let it out. Right, just okay. let it out. That's all you can it's, do. It's not even funny. I'm just like, <laughs> it's like shock. I don't know, bro. Keep calm. My bad. Right, so, um. <laughs> <laughs> my my mom was pregnant with twins and um I was diagnosed with Down syndrome and I actually she my mom got into an accident and she fell down a, a flight of stairs. Dude, that's some terrible luck. Yeah, it is. That's, I'm and so she, sorry. She lost my brother, but um you know you would think that a supportive husband would, you know, at least try to help. Uh my mom my mom's husband, I don't even like calling him my dad to be honest. He he straight up told my mom, Get that shit out of your body about you yeah he he referred to me as an it as i recall my mom saying um i was it and he just he wanted me he wanted me going uh did he then, find out that you were born healthy yeah how did he yeah. feel do you know how he felt about that nah i never he uh, my mom told me he tried to get back in you know into he probably, our lives he probably felt like an idiot yeah but my dad honestly um for a very long time, that really fucked with me because I found that out when I really started getting into, like, mad trouble and shit. I found out, like, everything that happened because I knew about my dad, but I just didn't ever know why he left. But I, I forgave him only because um, he actually, he been, he went through a lot of shit when he was younger. He His mother committed suicide. Just, uh, to be completely honest, yeah. I want to come from my perspective because I was thinking about the same thing with my dad. Dads are just guys like you yeah. and I. They're just human beings. They live their own lives. Shit happens to them. Now think for yourself. You got a girl pregnant, but you found that her kid has, is going to have Down syndrome. I'm not trying to defend your dad, but think about that yeah, for a he, moment. He, he like, was scared. Like, he was probably a young guy, right? Like, so it's not that his actions were justified, but that you can definitely understand. Yeah. So at I the, see at how the time, you as a kid, you know... I, what, from my understanding, I just felt like, you know, he just didn't want me. That was my mindset. I felt very worthless, kind of, you know, and I was just mad at everything, at everybody. And um, then as I, like, my mom started telling me a little more, like, she would tell me a little bit more about the story every, like, so, a couple years. And um, I found out that his mother committed suicide, and he was the one that found her. Oh, so fuck. that's why he was fucked and then he actually had a business I don't really I don't know exactly what the business was but he went into business with his friend and his friend got addicted to drugs so he took money from the business and my, my dad became bankrupt um, now that's all that's all good and well you know people go through a lot of shit but still no excuse yeah his mistake was he, he tried to go back to school he, he went to a county school and he, he met another woman and uh, ended up cheating on my mom this is all going on during the pregnancy, like during that she cheated, he cheated on my mom, uh, ended up leaving my mom for her, and uh, I recently just found out that I have a seven-year-old sister that I never knew about. So That's crazy. But even then, like, I still forgive him. You know what I mean? Because I came to the realization that 
I can go my whole life being pissed off. And life's way too short to yeah. be pissed off, dude. You're gonna die. anybody could die any day. Yeah. That's something I kind of live by. You never promise tomorrow. Like exactly. Don't waste your time stressing about. Are you shame. in any contact with them? No, uh, that's that's kind of like a personal choice because the last time I I talked to him, it, it didn't go well. Now tell us about the juicy shit. Tell us about the time you got arrested. Oh, all right. So um, tell us about pretty that much, good shit. Pretty much when I was talking about the anger, I would express it in different ways, and most of the time it would be with my family. So the first time I got arrested, I was at my aunt's house, and me and I forgot what me and my cousin were fighting about, but it got physical, and um, he started choking me. You know what I mean? He, cousin? Yeah. And I, I got pissed. We was in the kitchen. And um, I pushed him off me. I, like, blacked out. And apparently I had stabbed him in the forearm with a fork. Or fork. Yeah. Bro, and I got, being scared, I opened the door. I ran. Just dipped. I ran until I couldn't feel my... I ran in my socks. Like, it was, it was bad. And all I see is a cop car pull up, like, How right old were you with this? 10 or 11 fuck it was and the cop car pulls right right up next to me and um starts asking me questions i'm like i don't want to talk to you and then i was like fuck like he knows who i am obviously they probably called the cops so i ran backwards i went like this he like i don't know how the fuck but he ended up cutting me off with the car and he put me in the car and we went back to my aunt's house and my aunt was bugging out and my mom, she didn't know because she wasn't there. You know what I mean? And she really believed that I stabbed him. Like, just just do it. Just to do it? Yeah. And I was so pissed. And I know it's going to sound funny, but I was, in the, I was in the back of the cop car like this. I just was hitting my head on the back of the seat. And this is also a reason why I don't like cops. Like, people just think I say fuck the cops to, you know, be cool. But nah, like, really, like, I don't like police officers because this one reason. He comes over. He opens the door. Grabs me by the back of my neck, pulls me out the car, and hits me up against. He's like, "If you don't stop fucking doing that, I'm gonna have you eating your food through a straw." I'm like, "You gonna fucking punch me?" Like you're you ten. Said? You're yeah. a ten year old yeah. kid. And I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong?" Like I, I was like, "What is wrong with you? Like you really gonna hit me?" And he's like, "I could hit you, and no one would say a damn thing." Fuck. Fuck the cut I'm dead serious. And I'm a I'm a big kid, you know. So I was a ten year old, but I looked like I was I was fifteen. But that's still no excuse for him to say that shit to me. I'm like. Are you, you for real? So that kind of spiraled into a bunch of other shit. I would get into arguments with my mom. I'm going to mention the most recent one because that kind of has to do with Smithtown. Um, the first one was I left my house and I ran again because that's the, like I run when I get uh, pissed. And I ended up in the armory and I had uh, police officers come with like, you know, the blow horns. And it was like, Antonio Cruz, if you wouldn't, like, Why are they you looking come. for you? Because my mom called the police. They said I, like, ran away. Another time, my mom's boyfriend that actually still lives here, um, she disrespected, he disrespected my, my mom. And uh, I got pissed off and I threatened to stab him. And my mom called the cop. And this is actually one of the times, like, the cop was, like, cool with it. Because I told him, I told the cop straight up, like, yo, I'm going to stab this dude if you leave. Because my mom wasn't trying to tell him that. And he was like, all right, call somebody, you know, get out of here. And I actually, uh, Carlos Claros ended up picking me up and I slept at his uh, his house. But the actual arrest part was, um, I want to say, when I was 12 and I was in my house. Uh, I started bugging out on my sister about something. And I'm not, I'm only sharing this with you guys and like, you know, obviously the podcast. But um, 
Just so you know, a lot of people are going to listen to this. Yeah, I know. But I feel like a lot of people in the school kind of see me a certain way. And I feel this like... Is, this is a way to get people to know what's good. Yeah. Um, my anger was so bad that I never knew what I was doing. And my, my sister was trying to calm me down. And I pushed her off me and I, I, I broke her hand. Oh, shit. And it was... I, to this day, I, I don't know what to do to... You know, my sister loves me to death, but... Um, I had gone into the bathroom. My mom was talking to me, trying to calm me down. And I was so, like... Because when I found out her hand, like, I really just... I was saying stupid shit. Like, I was like, I don't want to... I don't want to live. I don't deserve to, you know... You were feeling shitty about yourself. You felt guilty. And I punched a hole in the wall. Um, right in front... I was sitting on, like, the toilet. And the wall in front of me, I just punched through it. And my mom, she called the cops. And the cop came in the thing. And I was still, like, kind of, like... it. it Rocking back and forth like yo, I, I don't I don't want to be here. So they they ended up putting the cuffs on me and I had two options. I either went to jail for breaking my you know, assaulting my sister or I got help and um they brought me to CPEP in Stony Brook. It's a pretty much a facility where they, they sit you in like this room with other people and they just watch you. They just everything you do from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. I was there for about a week. And then they, end, uh, they ended up finding out I had something called adjustment disorder. That means that something happened in my life that I could never adjust to after. And it made me the way I was. So I went to, like I said, um, South Oaks. And that was that was an experience all in its own. But, yeah. And before or after that, like, I got help. But I was still getting into stupid shit. And I still, I went, actually ended up going back there about four or six times and just to see pep not getting you know just a place to go to cool off instead of running away and going you know if i could do something like that to my family what if i wind up in a convenience store and someone pisses me off and then what happens with the stranger how are you, you know, dealing with your anger now um i smoking weed yeah <laughs> but um the south oaks has something called uh like the partial program so pretty much the inpatient really didn't help me, obviously, if I went back to fucking CPEP, like, four other times. Um, I had something called partial where I went home at night and I stayed in the morning. That really helped me, like, cope with a lot of the shit I was going. And they gave me a lot of, um, it sounds stupid, but it was, like, deep breathing exercise and no, shit. like that doesn't pretty sound much, Yeah, like, they just a deep, like, you know, find a way to escape from when you when you get mad. Like, control that. And I did. And football was another thing, like, um, was a big outlet for me. I kind of used that to, like, let all my anger. How would you feel about this season? Well, I feel like the record didn't really tell the story because I feel like there were some games where we tried, but overall, just what more can I say? We went, we went over. Even though you guys walked away, you know, a little defeated, you guys walked away with... A beef. You guys successfully yeah. got a lacrosse beef going. Oh yeah. <laughs> can you can you tell us a little about why football and lacrosse beef twenty four seven? What's what's the fucking deal with that? Like, I I can't really speak for everybody, but me personally, I feel like my friends we kind of keep to ourselves. Like we don't really fuck. Who's your squad? Rep them out. Uh, Loudon Hendricks, um, Liam Hendricks, uh, Peter Forgeon, Matt Palumbo. Just the football Doherty. squad. Yeah, just know. the football squad and. You know, we, we do stupid shit, but we keep our stupid shit mostly to ourselves. And um, 
I never really had personally. I've never had a problem with a lacrosse kit personally. Like, but when I heard the first thing I heard was that um, I think it was Dan Rooney threatened to slash Liam's uh, Palumbo's and Van Garino's uh, ties. I was like, why would you do that? Like, you know how much a fucking tire costs, bro? Mm -hmm. Just one tire is like mad money. Like, why would you do that? That's that's dick. And um, shit. I mean. If someone has something to come like to him, then let him have it. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say, yo, you don't deserve to get your ass kicked for that. You probably do. And if you wanna fuck with someone that I really care about, cause I care about cause even though we went O and A, we still all brothers. Like we still worked out together, bled together. So that's those are my boys. If my boy said, Yo, this dude this then that and the third, no disrespect, but I'ma fuck you up. Mm -hmm. I'ma fuck you up just because my boy said to. Uh, that's no, still no disrespect. Like I don't got a problem with you, but if you got a problem with him, then I that that, that little joke went way too far. Is what yeah, exactly yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 played it off as a joke, but you guys aren't fucking. And, around. A, big, so, and a big mistake is like when you call someone a pussy. It's like if I Hunter, if I called you a pussy or Dylan, if I called you a pussy, you know I'm playing with you because yeah, you're friends, my boy. Yeah. But if someone called like a pussy, if you really think about it, a pussy is a, as a female organ. You telling a man that he's a pretty much that he's a female, that he's a bitch. So when you when you do that and you don't really know someone like that, like Matt, when Matt Watts called Loudon a pussy, he really took it to heart. Cause you calling somebody female? Why would he do it? That's we. That, honestly, to tell, I don't really know why. Like he would call him that. You know what I mean? But still, like, this here's the thing. Like you can do whatever you want to me. You know what I'm saying? You could call me a bitch. You can call me whatever. You're it's over two, that yeah, shit. No, not even that. It's, it's that too, but two things. You either sit down with me like a man and you tell me what what came across your mind to do such a thing, or I fuck you up and then we're good. Mm -hmm. That's 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 my mentality in certain things. So I feel like Matt did. He just was like, "Yo, you're a pussy." Like he had no reason. So what did Loudon do? He fucking punched him in the mouth. And did he deserve it? If you call someone a pussy and you have nothing to back that up, yeah, you you hundred percent deserve to get punched in the fucking face. I'm not gonna disagree with that at all. This is what it is. It is what it is. Like this is how. Not even. It's not even about where I'm from. That that's like a rule for yeah, everywhere. Yeah. That's it's a rule. Universal. If someone fucks with right. you, you need to deal with it. I like both Loudon and Wasp, but like yeah. as far as it goes, that's just like the way of the world. Like, yeah, it's just how it is. And a lot of people were quick to, to shit on Loudon for, yeah. for having the balls to back himself up. Like, I don't understand why he was attacked. I, that's, I, I'm, I, I want to have him on the podcast and clarify why he would start. Why would you start with Loudon Hendricks? The kid's a fucking size of a man. That's a big, that's a big motherfucker, too. And, and not only that, like, it's not even about size, because at the end of the day, if a mother, little, short motherfucker knows how to fight, he's going to fuck up a dude that's bigger than him. But... It's just the fact that Loudon doesn't do shit. Like, he doesn't do nothing. He's a real chill yeah, kid. Yeah, kid's mad chill. Why would you fuck with him? That Like, that's just not that's not right. And you know what I mean? I tell Matt Watts to his face. I I personally don't have an issue with you, but what you did was... that You calling him a pussy, but what you did was pussy shit. Like, that was that was a bitch-made move. Well, that's water under the bridge. Yeah. Just the world settled that shit. Yeah. So I want to ask you, how do you feel about East as a whole? Like, you came from a completely different environment. Like, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. A lot of times people will be like, oh, that kid Antonio Cruz, like, he's different, like, he's weird, whatever. But, like, the thing is, 
You're just from a different fucking place. You had to adjust like, this like, every yeah. but From Bayshore, everybody's like you. In Bayshore, everybody uses the same slang, same style, same swagger, yeah. everything. You're just from a different fucking culture. Like, so how do you feel with such a culture, Shane? Um, shit, when I, when I first moved here, I knew I stuck out like a fucking sore thumb. You know I, I mean? walked into baking first day yeah. of my junior year. I, I see a, this motherfucker in a bucket hat. Yeah. I'm like, this kid like schoolboy Q. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna start that talking. Was, that was about. my shit. Like a lot of times, um, me and my boys, we would we would be by the basketball court, right? And it'd be real hot. So, one of my friends, he um, one time he was just like he had a bucket hat and he put the shit real low, like it was covering his eyes. So that's how I wore my bucket hats. Like I wore the shit to cover my eyes, and I. It wasn't because I was trying to be tough. I just like my fucking bucket hats. And people really, like, had a... They, I was... I remember for a couple months, I was known for the... Like, bucket being hat, a dude. Yeah. Like, yo, you that dude with the bucket hat. I'm like, no, mother, my name is Antonio. Like, <laughs> I'm the dude with the bucket hat. I just wore a bucket hat. Yeah. But it was, it was definitely a big change. And a lot of people, like, they came up to me asking me so many dumbass questions. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I wish I could give you an example. But it was just stupid shit that you would... You would Ask anyone like, and it would give you an ordinary answer. I'm like, they were like, oh, uh, um, where are you from? I'm like, Bayshore, and it's like, oh, oh, it must be, you must be a gang member, right? I'm like, no, nigga, I'm not. <laughs> you guys notice his? Well, do you notice the change in his voice? Can you do your white yeah. kid voice? I like your white kid questioning. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear your best white kid impression. Oh yeah, bro. I'm just gonna pack this lip right here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I gotta go, bro. I gotta go. I got lax practice. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, bro. Yeah, bro. When I first came here, this shit really annoyed me. And you know what that really annoys me? Like, if my boys call me Mexican, like, joking around, they're Matt Palumbo, he calls me Mexico. Like, that's like... That's funny. That's yeah. funny. But it's like, not every Spanish person is Mexican, goddammit. Like, you know how many people come up to me? Yo, you Mexican, right? No! I'm gonna clarify. All right. This is a perfect time to clarify. My mother is Peruvian and Brazilian. My father, from what I know, is Dominican and Nicaraguan. Okay, Nick- so I'm not Mexican at all. At all. At and all. At, at all. There's not an a fucking toenail on my body that is not Mexican. a toenail. Not a toenail. Hunter, you're half Mexican, right? I'm fucking Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> This is my podcast. Man. Don't <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> I'm not the fucking. It's really quiet. Just like, you fuck my wife. Yeah, <laughs> Let me ask you a question. What? You fuck my wife? Yeah. So, Cruz, adjusting to Smithtown was difficult. Making yeah. friends. What would you say? Making friends and cleaning up your act. Tell us about that. Basically. Um, making friends actually wasn't wasn't that hard, especially with the football team. You know, because, um. A lot of people like Dylan. I remember the first day um, I met you. We was just started talking. Was your first day of sophomore year, my first day. Yeah, year. we just started talking. And there's certain people that they honestly don't give a fuck like how you are, how you talk, how you dress. If you a cool person, they're they're gonna exactly. fuck with you. I feel like that's how you are. Like if I'm just very open and like, for instance, at work. I talk to fucking everybody in every department. Like, I love meeting people. What about love... Philip David? Philip David is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I might get fired for saying that. But Philip David is the King truth. Kong. I'm sure every manager and <laughs> other employee in that building knows Phil. If, if anybody knows Philip David at King Collins, you agree with the sentence. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Okay. Oh, but, uh, Other than that, yeah, nah, I like meeting new people. I, if you're chill, I fuck with you. As long yeah. as you're not a complete fucking weirdo. Yeah. Like, I can do weird, but if you're a complete like, fucking if you, weirdo, it's If a big you difference. look like 
when you get older, you're gonna wear dirty white New Balances and drive a white van. <laughs> yeah, I probably won't fuck with you. To be honest with you, like yeah. I probably won't. But um, when I first moved here, um, I believe Mike Latini was the first person that really, because you know Mike, he's he's a weird kid, he's but that's chill. good. He's a man. Yeah. I so he love doesn't that he kid. doesn't have like he doesn't give a fuck. Like he came up, he's like, hey, what's up? How you doing? And, like it was it was real fast. Um, but people kind of like my, my friend group kind of accepted like how I am like where I'm from and type of, like but other people they just they look at you almost like you just not even human you know what I mean like so a I, cartoon character some, yeah. <laughs> some people I, I see some people like when I first really look at me like head like up and down like who the fuck is this I'm like who the fuck are you you've had someone look you up yeah. and down so, uh, fucking so many times I think so the funniest the funniest fuck thing that. about you is when I walk into your house and you're bilingual yeah the most I, mean, I guess most people would assume that but mm -hmm. your voice is fucking this deep scary Spanish dude yeah that's, that's the most that's give, give me a you, sentence you probably, you, give me a sentence in your deep Spanish like alright so if my dogs went oh yeah callate que te pasa like I, I go crazy like but me and my mom, we always talk Spanish, you know, like on the phone. If you ever hear me talk on the phone with my mom, it's like, um, it sounds like I'm yelling at her, you know, because I'm talking real fast. But I'm, I'm telling her, I'm telling that woman that I love her. Yo, oh, that's another thing, actually, matter of fact, like, don't, don't disrespect my mom, yo. Like, she, yeah, like people, it's kind of a joke, but for real, like, you know, I'm sure everybody loves their mom. But me, me and that woman have been through so much, so many things. You know, I used to live in my aunt's basement with my mother. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't always have, like, a nice house. So, me and my mom, we were, like, we used to sleep in the same bed together with my sister and shit. You know what I mean? So, I'm real close with her, so I don't really let people fuck with her. So, we're just don't disrespect my mom. <laughs> we're, coming up, we're coming up to the half hour mark. Yeah. Which means we're going to start winding down soon. Is there anything yeah. else you want to say to the fucking listeners? Um, man, just don't. Don't judge a book by its cover. I know that sounds real cliche, but you really just you need to get to know a person before you before you judge them. And I feel like shit. I live by if a person hasn't done anything to me, I won't turn my back on them until they turn their back on me. That's you know a fact, I mean? Jack. A lot of people they'll just they'll hear things about somebody they won't fuck with. Them. I I'm, I've done fucked up shit in my life. Made pornos made pornos and like I'm sure a lot of people do know about that but I've made pornos <laughs> I feel like yeah. we I, I feel like we touched base on some real shit here yeah 100% uh, well this is only one of our many talents but one of your many talents is you're a rapper yeah, Let, let's, yeah. you wanna, oh, you yeah. wanna sp spit us a freestyle before you go uh I, I, could, I could give you a little something acapella do you want me to whip up a nah beat? nah it's good I'll just give you a little something from like the the rap that I have you know right. cooking which right. is dropping very soon by the way Alright, spit us some flow, yeah. Uh, Chino, found a way to pass Gambino. 3,005 pages in my Libro, but it don't stop. Just wait on the sequel. I'm a lion, but I ain't a Leo. I'm inflicting venomous liniment into your system like a Scorpio. Um... I'm about to reveal my philosophy, a true nice prodigy, but cold word inspired me to get these bloodsuckers phlebotomies and flick sodomy on the rap game quietly like a Cosby. I'm really tired of all these white boys. Oh, you sound like Mitt Romney. Ooh. Oh, that was dirty. Yo, Wu-Tang the blood, baby. Oh. Is that done? You exponentially pestered me. I'ma have to cut your head off for talking that shit. That's a human centipede. Bars. All right, now let me, let me try. Let me try one. Bars. Let me try. Let me, I want to try a freestyle now. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, my name is Hunt. I'ma lick up on that cunt. <laughs> my favorite candy's Willy Wonka's runs. <laughs> oh! oh! 
Oh, fuck, that was fire. I'ma spit some shit. I go off like arithmetic while I fuck your bitch. Then I hop in the whip while I violently spit. And then I take acid and go on a violent trip. Then I had six beers. I got drunk and I started to steer a left veer and crashed into a deer. Oh, shit. Bars. Bars. All right, that's Yo, it. Yo, you, you about to feature on my shit. Young Chino, dropping. Thank dropping you, thank you for soon. hosting on the show, Dylan. Thank you, Young Chino, for being my guest. It was my pleasure. Young and Chino! And we're to wrap out another Huncast. Another Huncast out!